Welcome to episode five of the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. I am B Rob. I am joined, as always, by Big Dog. Big Dog, how you doing? Doing well. How are you doing? Doing, doing quite well this week, uh, folks. Today we have an exciting show scheduled for you. We're going to start it off with Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph. Uh, quite the electric ending to Thursday Night Football last night. And then we're going to move on, talk a little Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, MVP front runners. And keep in mind, in both of those first segments, we are going to have voicemails, which I'll explain in a second. But our good friends, Joe and Eric, left voicemails about those two topics, and we're going to respond to them. So, And then after that, we're going to look into the playoff picture for the AFC and the NFC. And then we're going to wrap it up by looking, about, looking at the games for Week 11 of the NFL and give you some best bets. But first, I do want to explain the little voicemail thing we're going to do on the pineapple couch. So basically, what we're going to have, whoever listens, whoever wants to, whatever you can do, you can send in an audio file, like on your phone, a voice memo. You can text it to me, tweet it at me, and basically we'll respond to it on the show. For example, on today's show, Joe has a take about the Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph thing. So last night... He sent me over a voice memo, and we're going to play it on the show so you guys will be able to hear it, and then we'll respond. So does that make sense, Big Dog? I was clear. All right. There we go. Um, So thanks for listening, and when we return, we will be getting into Miles Garrett versus Mason Rudolph. Welcome back to the Pineapple Couch with B Rob. Um, so we're gonna get right into it, folks. Miles Garrett assaulted Mason Rudolph last night at the end of the Thursday night football game. That might be a little dramatic, but Adam Schefter actually did tweet out assault with a period. One word. Adam Schefter's fired up. A lot of people are fired up. The internet is ablaze with takes about this. So, Andrew, I'm just gonna kind of roll this one over to you. What was your take on this whole incident? I don't understand when there's eight seconds in the game. You're up by 14, and you're going to sack the guy and then try to... Because people are saying Rudolph ripped his helmet first, but when you're getting sacked, thrown into the ground with the rules for the NFL protecting the quarterback, I'd be pissed. Yeah, and so just to go on that point, a lot of people, like you said, sacked. That was actually a halfback screen play. So the ball wasn't in his hands anymore. There's eight seconds left. It's going to be like fourth and 20. Game's over. You don't need to slam the quarterback into the ground. And if I looked back at the game today and I was seeing like the last like three possessions before that, they were blitzing and hitting the shit out of him. They're up 14. The game's over. So I do see Mason Rudolph. Like I understand why you'd get frustrated, but like you're Mason Rudolph. So why the, like you're going to get your ass beat by Miles Garrett. But where it all goes to shit is when he fucking hits him with the helmet. Right over the top. You can't fucking do that. He, l- he literally up. went over an offensive lineman to hit Mason Rudolph. And I'm not a doctor, but, like, if that helmet was a little off, hit somewhere, that could be really fucking gnarly. Absolutely. And so, I mean, that sucks. Like, 
Miles Garrett's a great player, but you're a fucking idiot. You can't do that. Um, Especially Mason Rudolph with sucks too. Yes, Mason Rudolph got to do picks. that to him. And they so had no one's the, talking about that anymore. The Browns finally do well, and, and it's overshadowed by shit. Story <laughs> of the fucking Browns. But just a couple more things about this. So Miles Garrett is suspended indefinitely. So that's the rest of this year, and even if they make the playoffs. And from what I've heard, it could be carried into next season as well. It's I going to be kind of like up to the league's judgment after this season. So they're kind of just getting out in front of it right now, and then they're going to kind of deal with it later. Um, and then also something that sucks, I thought, was so Pouncey, the center for the Steelers, he got suspended for three games. That's ridiculous. And that's bullshit because that guy's just defending his quarterback. He turned around. He saw him to the ground. What are you? What are you supposed to do? It's a team sport. You're supposed to fight for your player. Yeah, fight for the quarterback. Your quarterback get hit over the head by a guy who's like six four, six five, two fifty, giant motherfucker. You're, of course, you're gonna go in and defend him. And I, I guess I get why you have to suspend him. But at the same time, I don't love that look for the league. No. Like you're. I think it is. You kind of gotta like have your players. You want them, it's like a brotherhood, it's a team. You want to exactly. have each other's backs. That's what that's I was what more fired up are. by that yeah. than the, everything else that fired me up the most. Yeah, I, there's, I tweeted this last night. You agree with me? There's nothing better in sports than an offensive lineman protecting their quarterback. And so that's that. Miles um, Garrett's just an idiot. I don't think he should go to like fucking jail or anything. But we're going to listen to Joe's take because Joe, I just, I tweeted last night, like, how now I like Mason Rudolph because if you remember I took the the Rams against the Steelers the week before, and I hate the fucking Steelers. But I was like, okay, maybe the Steelers will beat the Rams, or will beat the Browns, and right. that, that goes to fucking shit. So I'm not a fucking Mason Rudolph fan at all. I fucking hate the Steelers. I think he sucks. But I was tweeting out how like now I like him, which because that's kind of how I am. I see, I see that. I kind of like how he charged at him. It was kind of stupid, but so like I tweeted fire. out in defense. Of Mason Rudolph and just kind of called Miles Garrett an idiot. No offense, Miles, if you're listening, please feel free to come on the pod and discuss. <laughs> um, but here we go. We're going to air jo Joe's voicemail and then we're going to respond. So this is Joe Rinaldi on the Miles Garrett Mason Rudolph incident. Hey, Brian. Saw you were saying dumb things on Twitter about how you're now a Mason Rudolph fan. Just proves you're into bad QBs once again. Mason and Philip. The kings of interceptions and incompletions, and Baker, the butt end of a stellar draft class. <coughs> Lamar Jackson for Heisman MVP. Just needed to tell you, Mason deserved that hit in the head after he was grabbing at Miles' helmet. You think 6'4", 270-pound number one overall pick, Miles Garrett, is going to let the backup QB, Mason Rudolph, who's thrown four interceptions, get in his face without retaliation? Yeah. Think again. Fully justified. Just couldn't let Cleveland have something nice, could you, Mason? Anyways, go Blazers. All right, Joe. Well, thank you very much. Um, first of all, let me say, don't you ever fucking say Philip Rivers' name in your mouth. Don't don't ever <laughs> let that come out of your mouth again, Joe. I will find you. Philip is not. A, you can't. It is. You know you how compared to Mason Rudolph, bro. Come on, Joe. <laughs> what the fuck? I thought we were friends. I understand he's struggling, but Mason Rudolph. Good God. And um. Well, it's, I, I like Joe's point of how Miles Garrett's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Get the fuck off me. 
Like, you can't do that. And I agree. Like, he has to retaliate. But, Joe, you can't hit a guy in the head with a helmet when he doesn't have a helmet. helmet. It's fine. Like, if Miles Garrett would have just, like, laid him out or something, or, like, you know, like, shoved him to the ground, similar to what the other Browns, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, what he did, then that's completely fine. You can't hit a guy in the head with a helmet. So, Joe, it's it's good to know, because you're a good friend of mine, it's good to know that you condone hitting people over the head with helmets. And I have some good news for you, Joe. You know who agrees? O.J. Simpson. So, Joe and O.J. Simpson. The only ones on Twitter. Can you imagine that as a podcast? Joe Rinaldi, O.J. O.J. Simpson, Simpson, and Miles Garrett. Oh, what a trio. Um, Joe, thanks for calling. Bring your in. helmet. Um, again, Joe, don't say Philip Rivers' name, but I do. I get Joe's point completely about he has to do something. Right. Just the helmet thing. It goes too far. Like, you're allowed to push each other and fight and get a 10, 15 yard penalty, but we saw so many people on ESPN, Keyshawn and Damian Wooden, you played just, in the NFL, never seen anything like that. You just don't do that. It's the and vibe you don't I got. do that. I mean, oh, you it's, don't take it's cheap shots Center, like that. It's a day later, and like you said, he's six four. He's right bigger now. and stronger than Mason Rudolph. Bro. Yeah, Joe described why it was an assault because <laughs> he's so strong. But I love um, you, Joe. Joe, love you. Thanks for calling in, and we would love to hear how you feel about Carmelo Anthony joining your Portland Trailblazers. Would love to hear. Big move. Would love to hear your thoughts. Um, moving on. We are going to go into the Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, looking like the two MVP front runners right now. And if you've listened to the pod, you will know that I said that I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Lamar Jackson at the beginning of the season. And I was roasted about that because look at how Lamar Jackson's doing. And I mean, the Browns have not done themselves any favors. <laughs> but Eric. My friend Eric called in, and he's very upset about my Baker take. And my take was, before we played the thing, I just want you guys to know, my take is that Lamar Jackson is better than Baker right now, but I would still rather have Baker Mayfield. And I'm not trying to spin it. I would, if, like, I'm not saying, oh, I'll have Lamar for these two years and take Baker. No, I'll have Baker the whole time. That's fine. I, I just think that Lamar Jackson... The way he plays, he's so fucking good. He's so electric, but he's going to get hurt. That's my thing. But um, I com- before we hear Eric's voicemail, I, w- I completely stand by my statement. So Eric's not pulling that out of nowhere. I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Lamar Jackson. Okay. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's hear it. And I, you know what? Eric's about – we're about to play it. You know, he's probably going to say something extremely rude to me too. <laughs> Is he going to say something mean about Phillip Rivers? Here we go. But uh, it's good to have friends. All right. Eric Robinson on Lamar Jackson versus Baker Mayfield. What's up, Brian and Big Dog? This is Eric calling in. You know, I just want to hear you guys uh, formally defend a statement you made during episode one, week one of this podcast or whatever. Baker Mayfield better than Lamar Jackson? Are you fucking kidding me? Lamar Jackson is a dual-threat quarterback. He's got solid rushing and solid passing. He's leading an offense so good that the Patriots' defense didn't even know how to stop it. Hell, the Ravens have a solid chance at the Super Bowl because of this kid. And don't even get me started about Baker fucking Mayfield. 26 interceptions over two seasons? This guy, this fucking dud of a quarterback? How are you even going to compare these guys? It's like apples to oranges. 
I mean, I know you guys like to be wrong a lot on this podcast with all these trash bets you recommend each week, but this, this is way too fucking controversial. This might be the hottest take of the 2019 NFL season. You could have a better argument for the Jets' playoff chances than this trash statement. And don't, don't, Brian, you're already trying to backtrack and say, no, no, I was, I was saying Baker's going to have a better career than Lamar. Fuck out of here. Fucking Baker Mayfield would be lucky to end up in the Canadian Football League with his frat bro Johnny Manziel in a couple years. Anyway, uh, yeah, this is calling in to uh, get you guys to somehow defend this, the statement you guys made. Also, Brian, how about that LSU-Bama game, baby? Roll Tide, who? Fuck you. All right, that's it from me. Brian and Big Dog, you're welcome up in the Bay anytime. Love to see you guys. And uh, looking forward to hearing the podcast this week. Later. Eric, great to hear from you as always. Thanks for calling in. Um, you look so right right now. You know? And is it possible that Lamar Jackson is the greatest football player of all time? Could be. I'm not ruling it out anymore. You know? I saw that stat thing. You know, he started... Listen to this, big dog. Oh, all ears. He started passing-wise, or winning, like, his record better than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, my God. (laughs) What the fuck were we thinking for thinking Patrick Mahomes? (laughs) Next. Okay. Next. You remember LaDainian Tomlinson? Familiar with that name. You know, Baker Mayfield... Or, excuse me, Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards in his first 16 games than LaDainian Tomlinson. His rookie year, he had more. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Pfft. That's really this cool. Guy could, this guy could have won MVP as a running back, too. That's a dual you know, threat quarterback. You know what I think? I think he could probably be the best cornerback in the NFL, too. Why not? Why not? He's obviously the best. Yeah, and that was obviously fucking sarcastic, but here's the point. Everyone's sucking Lamar Jackson's dick right now. Wait till a team gets to play him twice and read him. Like the char- Fuck if the Chargers can fucking read him. That's what's going to happen this year in the playoffs. I guarantee you once... So, yeah, congratulations. You beat the Patriots in the regular season. That's a huge win. I said that kind of sarcastically, but it is a huge win. The Patriots will eat Lamar Jackson alive next time they play because the Patriots will have figured it out. And Lamar Jackson, I'm not trying to, like, say he's bad. Lamar Jackson is very good. But I would rather have Baker Mayfield. I'm going to double down. You know me, Eric. You're going to back me up against a wall. I'm not going to say you're fucking right. I'm doubling down. Lamar Jackson might have a better year this year than Baker. Okay. It obviously looks like it's going to go that way. Still rather have Baker. Give Baker a real fucking coach. Freddie Kitchens is a clown. Look at, I mean, look at what is being allowed on that Browns team with the way Miles Garrett. I know it has nothing to do with the offense. Give Baker time. I would rather have Baker Mayfield than Lamar Jackson. And we should go back and look at that list. Because that was all those the quarterbacks of that year. And so we had Sam Darnold above, I think, Lamar Jackson in the beginning of the year. Okay, of course, this is the beginning of the fucking year when we didn't know Lamar Jackson was going to go the fuck off. Can I let— But, one second. Okay. Obviously, Lamar Jackson is better than Sam Darnold. I think that now. And fucking Josh Rosen. But, you know, I think jo- like, um, it was a Josh week one Allen prediction. is still right there with fucking— I wouldn't say that Lamar Jackson, like, I'd way rather have Lamar Jackson than Josh Allen. I think it's close, but, see, it's 
a small sample size why everyone's freaking out about Lamar. The same way people overrated the Browns last year with Baker Mayfield. Look at Baker's stats from last year. They're fucking good. So I would still rather have Baker. I may be wrong. I mean, good golly. I guess Lamar Jackson's the greatest football player ever. Big Dog, you're looking at me like just you know the remaining remaining games on the schedule. Tough game against the Texans. This is the Ravens. Ravens schedule. Texans this week. In LA against the Rams on Monday night. That won't the Rams be easy. Rams are gonna have their back against the wall. 49ers. Mm. Josh Allen's Bills in Buffalo. Mm. Nobody Sam circles Darnold. the wagons. Not that like bad. the Buffalo Bills. Then you get your Baker rematch. Who uh, hey, they beat won them. the first yeah. time, right? Eric, if you're looking at records uh, against each other this season, one and zero Baker. He gets to end with the Steelers, who have a good defense. So, I mean, it's a tough last six games. It's gonna be tough, and I'd like also like to point out, like. Everyone loves to suck Lamar's dick, like, after he throws five touchdowns against the Dolphins, and then he fucking beats the Bengals. He beats the Bengals twice, like, the Dolphins once. I get once. the Patriots win, and that's huge, but, like... The Cardinals. And, I mean, it's just a joke. Like, the, I've literally seen on sports... This Eric's not saying this. I'm not putting words in Eric's mouth here. But it's literally like, who would you rather have, Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Are you fucking kidding Lamar me? Lamar Jackson. Obvious, like, come on, it's Patrick Mucking Mahomes. Like, it's just, I mean, we'll see what happens in the playoffs. If I 10 weeks, you're right, right, for now. I will admit I'm fucking wrong, completely wrong. If Lamar Jackson goes in the playoffs and starts blowing away, not doesn't have to blow winning and doing what he's doing. I just don't think there's a fucking chance that happens. And Eric, I love you, I will be visiting you soon, and um, thanks for calling in. I hope that was a good enough response. You made some great points, though, Eric. Um, and also, Eric, one last thing for you. Go Tigers. <laughs> uh, that LSU, uh, we'll, we can quickly talk about that because Eric brought it up there perfectly at the end for us. LSU-Bama, we're a week away from that. But how about Joe Burrow? Wow. What a game. He looked fucking great. Um, that, that, there's, Did he take the number one pick from Tua? Uh, it seems like it. I mean, I'm not an NFL scout, so who gives a fuck what I think? But based on what I've been seeing, it seems like Burrow's stock is rising very fast. Um, I would obviously love Joe Burrow to be on the Chargers. I don't I think that's going to happen. I take Tua or Jake oh, or Burrow. And Herbert. I want and him Herbert. Too. But you know who? I really like Trevor Lawrence. The other Tiger. The other Tiger. <laughs> and he looks like Jonah, so you know he's got to be trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course. Jonah's like it's like having Jonah as your quarterback. It'd be like kind of comforting. You'd be like, "Oh, it's Jonah." Okay, sorry, Jonah. Um, all right, moving on. Thank you again for calling in, Eric. Um, we're gonna look at we're gonna quickly wrap up this Lamar Jackson Russell Wilson thing because those are the two front runners. That's kind of how we started talking about this. Um, Eric's looking good on his Lamar Baker um, argument, but again, I am doubling down. Um, Russell Wilson, big dog. Monday Night Football defeats the undefeated Niners. Is he the front runner for MVP? Jackson is right now, but actually, do you actually think that, or are you being? I actually do think Jackson's. He's been the best this year. I think he's look and he's been no. the flash. He's I, made I'm, the I'm most MVP a, plays. He's thrown yeah. fifty yards. But I think Wilson's so going to get it, my friend. Sean Watson plus three fifty. Or, excuse me, he was 600, but he's on the bye week, but he's plus 352 weeks ago. Okay. They have a head-to-head matchup this week. Winner, who wins that, I think, will overlap each other. We'll jump over the next guy. So you think if the Texans can go take care of business And if he has a Deshaun Watson game, 
Okay, and like I I feel They're like this is so crazy good. that like I'm about to say something that I don't think is a hot take, but I guess it is. I would a hundred times rather have Deshaun Watson than Lamar Jackson. Am I crazy? What? I mean, I like I'm not saying like the <laughs> MVP. I get the MVP argument because of what they've been doing this year. It may, I'm not saying like I'm not arguing that, but like I don't think Watson should be it over Lamar Jackson right now. But like, what? That's like I think that's crazy that that's a thing. Deshaun Watson's done it for like an extra so year. Than and Lamar then before Jackson. he tore his ACL, he was doing the Lamar Jackson, Pat Mahomes things where he's breaking all yeah. the records. So really, this is it's, it's going to be exciting to see how all these young quarterbacks develop because kind of what we're witnessing right now is like the old guard leaving. So obviously, I mean, this was a couple years ago. You have like Manning going and which is presumably going to be followed by his brother Manning. You got Breeze, Tom Brady today said he's gonna play for like six more years jesus fucking christ starting to believe him now i i actually believe that um, we all laughed when he was 40 he's 43 44 now yeah it's something like that i think he's 42 but he wants to play till he's like 47 or something now which is just well, crazy but then even guys like philip rivers ben roethlisberger it's looking towards the end of their career so you're gonna have this new age of course even rogers is old I'm not Rogers, and I'm not th- saying we're taught Rogers. But he's like he's 35 now. Yeah, yeah. So. and so you're gonna have this new emergence of young quarterbacks onto the scene, and it's really exciting because you have the Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Hey, fuck you, Eric Baker Mayfield, <laughs> um, Josh Allen. How many more years does Brees have? That'll be very interesting to see. I mean, we'll, we can quickly brush over this right now. What a weird loss last week for the Saints to the Falcons. Had him in a teaser. Fucking I, Falcons. Probably man. like the Falcons just cannot stop fucking me. I know. Just any way, like any way I bet on them, they're just gonna. They do the opposite what somehow. I need. Um, and so I just think it'll be really interesting to see the new age NFL. I mean, because obviously there's a lot of good quarterback prospects coming in in the draft. Um, I mean Daniel. I'm not saying Daniel Jones is elite, but like he's another new young quarterback. Murray. Sam Darnold, Kyler Murray, um, Brandon Allen maybe in, in Denver. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's go into the playoff picture really quick. Um, let's actually – I like that odds on Watson that you mentioned. 600 now was 350 before his bye week. Okay. I – if I was a betting man, which I am, I'm probably going to take Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson will win the MVP. I don't even necessarily think that's because, like, Lamar Jackson will do something to lose it. I think what Russell Wilson will do is he'll continue having these big wins. And with a guy like Russell Wilson, he'll be able to control, like, the narrative. He's such a bigger name than some of these guys would be like, oh, Super Bowl champion Russell Wilson goes to get his first MVP. Pete, you know, Pete Carroll's going to be hyping him up. I really see that taking over. And because I do see, I think the Niners are good. I think the Niners are really good. But I do see the Seahawks chasing him down. I think that's going to be a, a tight race. And if they can do that, then in my mind, Russell Wilson, MVP. Yeah. So talking about that, we we're just talking about the playoff race. So that was the NFC West. You got the Niners, Seahawks, and then the Rams. Really quick, let's talk about that. What the fuck, Rams? Losing to the Steelers? Off a of bye week, they are a mess And we right saw now. how bad Mason Rudolph they- was last night. They are it, – it's so weird. I mean, because we talk about why we love Sean McVay and we, we're we going to bet on him and stuff, and then they've just totally crapped the bed this year. 
So Gurley has averaged twenty two and a half touches per game. Last okay. two games, he's only he's had under twenty two touches. Under twenty two. What is, we yeah. knew it's been a weird year for him, but it's like I think that's the big thing that they're missing because yeah. last year I mean, Gurley MVP was insane, and they were dominant. They won by like thirty points for like eight or nine Did other games. They started eleven and zero last year. Or 10 they were undefeated for a while. Yeah, the, it's just such a, a a giant contrast this year to last year. Um, so such the Rams, an average team now. They're five and four. They, that was a big loss they had to the Steelers, and now they're gonna face off against the Bears. They're at home for that one, and that could be the Rams' last stand in a competitive NFC. The way the Vikings are playing, and because the Seahawks are Niners, you assume one of whoever loses that will get a wild card, and then also you got the way the Vikings are playing. So it's really time for the Rams to show something. Uh, moving along in the NFC. We were just talking about the Vikings, so let's go into the NFC North. You got the Packers in the lead of that division. I think they'll hold on to that. Aaron Rodgers having a great year. He's someone that we didn't mention for MVP. I st- I don't think he's a front runner or anything, but like no. if he went on a stretch, maybe. I just I don't know. Packers are weird. I think the Packers are tricking us that they're eight and two. I don't think they're that I good. Agree. I, I think, think they're six and four. Is that good. And they, every time they they jump out really early, and then it ends up really close. Their offense stalls a lot. It seems. And. Something's not right. Yeah, and so behind the Packers, you got the Vikings, who, I mean, that it's just so surprising seeing Kirk Cousins win on primetime football. It is against Jason Garrett and the Cowboys, but that was weird. You, you think you can count on things in life. <laughs> Kirk Cousins sucking in a big game. I mean, and they got the job done. The Vikings... They look good. I, I would not. I think they're going to make don't the playoffs. I don't. I, I mean, I don't <laughs> believe the in Cowboys. They cancel each other out on prime but time. But when you look at the rest of the <laughs> NFC, the Vikings have a really good shot at one of those wild card spots. So I think you, they have it locked up because they. It would be. I think it's the Packers, Vikings, and then of course the Niners, Seahawks. Or mm-hmm. one of those teams going to make it. I think one of those teams make it. Cowboys, Eagles. I know, I think that I think the Eagles are going to make it. I think the Eagles are going to make it. And the Cowboys aren't going to make it. The Cowboys are just going to screw up. And then I think Jason Garrett will finally get fired. And then the Saints have it. Yeah. And then the Panthers are behind them. The Panthers are technically they're five fighting, and four bubble team fighting for that huge uh, game this week for the Panthers. Mm, that's a little teaser there from Big Dog. Let's go into uh, the AFC playoff picture. You have the AFC West, the Chiefs, despite the loss against the Titans. Which, what the fuck happened at the end of that game? If you bet on that game, you understand what I'm saying. The botched snap on the field goal to that go would have up put them up by eight and covered, and then they end up just l- – the Chiefs lose to the Titans. Just an all-time Andy Reid. Collapse, yeah. Collapse there. Um, and then behind the Chiefs, you have the Raiders, who just beat the Chargers, and the Chargers are, I guess, technically alive, but I would – I don't see much going on there. The Raiders look pretty good. I think the Raiders. You know are, the Chargers practicing in Colorado this week. Yeah, for like for the, the altitude. City. <laughs> I thought it was funny because the players are pissed. Continue. Um. So it's like, why does it matter? The Chargers are still going to lose. Um. The Raiders, I think, are a legit threat to get one of those uh, wild cards in the AFC. Actually, because when you look down the line, you think in the AFC East, obviously, of the Patriots, but the Bills are looking feisty for that other wild card spot. And you look at the South. You have the Texans, Colts, Jags. Who do you think wins that division? I think the Texans win that division. But me too. Who wouldn't surprise me as w- uh, the last wild card team in the AFC would be the Jags with Nick Foles. We'll see what it looks like. I mean, 
you got if you've listened, you know I love Gardner Minshew. I think he'll be starting somewhere else next year, actually. Um, but the Jags, I think they're kind of scary to come out. I mean, it, if they lose to the Colts this week, it's kind of over. But do you think um, the Steelers make it? I don't think they do. After I don't, they don't look good. Mason Rudolph thought, sucks. They have a and great. The Browns defense. are too big in a hole right now. And the Browns, so I really, th- I see the Ravens winning the North, the Texans Fucking winning the Raiders. South, the Pats winning the East, and then you get the Chiefs winning the West, and you'd have like Raiders, Bills as ugh, Raiders, <laughs> Bills, <laughs> wild cards. I mean, and then with obviously the Colts, Jags, Steelers, and Browns also in that conversation. Um, Anything else you want to touch on in the playoff picture or anything we've talked about so far before we move into week 11 picks? The AFC kind of stinks. That's it. It um, does. It, it's weird. Compared to the NFC. It's going to be an exciting uh, race to the playoffs, though. I mean, because there's going to be all those teams that are right there. I mean, somehow in three weeks, I guarantee the Chargers are somehow going to be alive, and I'm going to be like, oh, Phil's going to run the table. I mean, the Ravens. You think the Ravens or the Chiefs have a better shot being the Patriots? I, I would the say Chiefs the Ravens do. do. I don't think the Chiefs have a fucking defense, man. They suck at defense. I guess that's true. I just It's not Pat Mahomes. They just I'm don't just, have a team. I just think Pat Mahomes is the best football player I've ever seen. And I'm not like I was being really sarcastic it's when I boat. said that earlier about Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's fuck Max Max Kellerman. Um I mean, yeah, just Patrick Mahomes does things that are insane. And I know Lamar Jackson does too. I guess I just prefer Patrick Mahomes. Sue me. All right. We'll be back for week 11 picks on the Pineapple Couch. Thanks for listening. back to look at the week 11 nfl schedule we're going to start in detroit you got the cowboys visiting the lions cowboys coming off a loss to the vikings on sunday night football the lions are matt stafford list the line is cowboys favored by seven over under at 47 points um this is really a stay away because of how the cowboys are they're so unpredictable each week and the lions they're feisty but they have no matt stafford so i I kind of like the Cowboys Don't minus it, seven Brian. here. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. But I'm just saying the key for the Cowboys. The Cowboys let me just do minus a little seven on the road. No, I'm not going to do it. Not going to do it. I'm just – the Cowboys need to let Zeke eat. I think they will – the Cowboys, I don't think, are going to make a run in the playoffs. I think their roster is capable of. I think they have a dumb coach, and I think you really need to run Ezekiel Elliott more. Or just get him involved more. It's fucking Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I do think the Cowboys will beat the Lions, though, um, to make the, to continue to make that NFC East race interesting. And just really quickly, the Lions got fucked this year. Dallas has been favorite every single game this year, besides the Patriots. They're the only other team. They've really? Favorite every That's single game. That's probably because just all the stupid fucking Cowboys fans that love them. Interesting. So yeah, the Cowboys are over. That just shows you how overrated they are. I like that stat, big dog. Thank you. Um, are you with me though? You think the Cowboys will probably win? But Cowboys should win. In a touchdown. It'll be close. Though. Yeah. Um, next game, you got the Nick Foles 
led Jacksonville Jaguars playing at the Indianapolis Colts. Jacoby Brissett will be back. Uh, the line is Colts are favored by three over under at 43 and a half. Really excited to watch this game, actually, because I'm really excited to see Nick Foles back in action. Kind of forgot about it. Um, I Because for some reason, when he went down earlier in the year, I thought he was out for the entire season. Mm-hmm. It might have been just because I was so in love with Gardner Minshew. Yes, but, that's right. Um, I still think that uh, I think Nick Foles is going to – I like the Jags here. Nick Foles, 10-2 and two as a starter Ooh. in November or later his past four seasons. 10-2? and 10-2. Oh, and we kind of like the first game coming back. Yeah, you I forget, like it. You got I no. Like it. I I like it. I'm gonna do a little tease. I I like that Jags. I'll just say, I'll okay. say I won't add anything more. Next game we have the game of the week. This is gonna be a great game. You got the Texans at the Ravens. Deshaun Watson versus the greatest football player of all time, Lamar Jackson. The line Ravens are favored by four points. Over under fifty one and a half. Texans are plus one seventy on the money line. Some good value there. But this is just, uh, aside from betting, just what a game. Yes. I, I think it's going to be... If you're a football fan, you should yeah, watch this. It's going to be... I think... Because like, that's what we were talking about last weekend with LSU, Alabama. It was mm-hmm. just like, this is so freaking great. And I see similar things in this Texans-Ravens game. You got two... There's a little rivalry here. There it is. Y- y- you got... Because... Um, Deshaun Watson won the title, but he didn't win the Heisman. That's that was, correct. That was another ACC quarterback. The greatest football player of all time, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. So maybe a little revenge here for Deshaun Watson. He hears all the hype. He hears Eric talking about how MVP great. MVP race as well yeah, on the line. He hears Eric's yeah. call. He's like, wow, Eric loves Lamar Jackson. I'm Deshaun Watson. I'm coming in here. <laughs> could be. Could be. Um so I'm really looking forward to this game. I think it's going to be high scoring. Wink, wink. Both T- top five for later. offenses in the league. Yeah, it's Let's it's going to go. be a shootout. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully it's close because it would be a huge letdown if it wasn't. Next game, you have the Patriots at the Eagles. Pats favored by four points over under 45. Patriots coming off a bye. Bill Belichick, when he comes off a bye, 14-5. and five with an average margin of victory by 17 points. Do you know when the last time they've lost two games in a row? Please enlighten me. Take a guess. Was it uh, when, like a couple years ago, like four years ago, five years ago? 2002. Brett Favre beat them. Only time under Belichick they've had back, or the last time they've had back-to-back losses. Jesus Christ. Yeah, so uh, safe to say I'd love the Pats here. I mean, the poor Eagles, because not only did the Pats just lose, this is the first time the Patriots are playing the Eagles since that Super Bowl. And guess what, Philadelphia? Nick Foles is not there to save you. He's with the Jags, baby. Um, so I this is going to be an entertaining game, but I do think the Patriots, a pissed-off Patriots team, comes out and smacks the Eagles. Even and a I year and a half later, defense, they are pissed. Yeah, I, I love the Pats there. Um Last game we're going to talk about before we get into our best bets. Bears at Rams. Rams are favored by six. Over under is 40 points. I just wanted to bring this up because this is really, I think this is the Rams' last stand. They're five and four. They just lost a terrible game to the Steelers. And then the Steelers played on national television four days later and Mason Rudolph looked terrible. 
also was assaulted. Um, <laughs> so I think Rams by six is a little too much because the Bears are also not dead. So, I mean, I'm. this is kind of just a weird stay away. I mean, I, I think I will eventually maybe side with the Rams because I'm addicted to the Rams. But the Bears are still technically alive, and if they can take care of business against the Rams, beat the Lions, and then they – because they're going to play the Vikings and the Packers. They realistically – they could have a shot. I don't think that's going to happen. I do think the Rams will win this game, but I've been drinking the Kool-Aid all year on the Rams, and it has not been working well for me. Do you think this is Trubisky's – I mean, this has to be his last show, but do you think he makes it to the end of the year? I think he will make it to the end of the year because – he has Actually, to. I, don't, I, I don't know. I He looks so bad. And what's weird is Trubisky, in his second, like last year, he threw 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. By no Pretty means was stats. he good. Um, by no means was it like, oh, Mitch Trubisky's like so freaking good. But it was like, he wasn't this bad. You got to think a little of it. Maybe be, might be a Matt Nagy. Maybe he's not as good coach as we've th- said he was. He got yeah, coached the year last year. I don't know. Um, this their offense looks terrible and sucks for to waste that good of a defense. Um, you see Khalil Mack. Side note, his so he lives in some like really nice neighborhood in Chicago area, and he paid a security guard on Halloween to stand in front of like the gate in front of his house and to say that they weren't like Electric doing gate. Halloween. That's funny. Like so, it's like <laughs> I get it. Like I get it, Khalil Mack. You don't want to be like. Maybe you have a game tomorrow and you don't want to be, like, woken up by trick-or-treaters. Give the security guard some fucking candy. (laughs) (laughs) It's just telling their, like, you're Khalil Mack. Like, you should get the big bars. And then everyone will love you. It's an easy way to make people like you. (laughs) It's just, I don't understand, Khalil. Um, But that was a huge sidetrack. Let's get into our best bets of the week. Um, I'll start us off, if that's okay, Andrew, and then we'll okay. have you finish us off this week. I like that. So, my first one, I alluded to this earlier, Pats minus four against the Eagles. Andrew's putting his hand in the air, so that means he has that as well. Um, I mean, you heard the stats we said earlier. I really just think the Patriots are going to be a little angry and take care of business. Haven't seen the Eagles since last Super Bowl. Next game, I like the Jags money line against the Colts. Um, it is plus 115 right now, I believe. And I'm... Um, the reasoning behind that is not really any disrespect to the Colts. A little disrespect to the Colts' kicking game in a like in a game that I think is going to be close. Adam Vinatieri has struggled a lot this year, and I guess I kind of am banking on Nick Foles, who we haven't seen much of, but I do like the odds there. Andrew said the stat about Nick Foles. I like the Jags' money line there. And then my last best bet, so I have three this week, um, been getting killed on the parlay, so those are uh, – those are uh, – Oh, taking the, a week off. We're, we're taking a week off on the parlays. Um, and my last one will be over 51.5 points scored in the Baltimore-Houston game. I think it's going to be a shootout. Last week I was 1-2. and two. I really should have been better. I mean, the fucking Rams-Steelers. The, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs the killer. We won with the Packers, but that was a, a nightmare. But just to reiterate, Pats minus 4, Jags money line to beat the Colts. Then over 51.5 points scored in Baltimore, Houston. I'll also put those on Twitter probably and get roasted about them. <laughs> um, all right, Andrew, what do you got? So I also have the Pats, same exact reasons we mentioned before. Then I'm taking, for my second best bet, I'm taking the Panthers minus 4.5 at home against the Falcons. I'm doing it again. 
I've bet against the Falcons wrong. But the Panthers coming off a tough loss against the Packers. They're right in the hunt, and, and they need good. this game so much more than the Falcons. The Falcons are just playing football because it's week 13. They have to play, you know, 16, 17 mm-hmm. games. Then my final one, I'm going with Deshaun Watson plus four against Lamar Jackson. I think this game would be very close. I want to take the money line. You're I'm not quite sure. I'm going to take the four points because they are on the road. I've been making the mistake of doing the road dogs too much. So I'm taking the four. Coming off a bye week, Deshaun Watson is going to take over the MVP. Let's go. All right. I love it. Um, Those are our best bets. Again, this is the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. Big Dog here as well. Thank you, Big Dog, as always, for coming on. Thank you. Um, Again, if you liked the voicemail stuff we did earlier, uh, text me a voice memo and we'll put it on the pod next week. Um, Or you can tweet it at me or whatever. Um, you can make that's a new way for you guys to make fun of me all right um this is again this is the pineapple couch thank you so much for listening have a great weekend happy belated veterans day um i can't even say go bolts anymore because it's over so just goodbye guys (laughs) see ya Thank you.